0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Organized Chaos. And if you're new here, welcome. And this is actually a really great episode for you to listen to because it's the best of 2023. I put together five of the top episodes, the top downloaded episodes for 2023, and I will just go ahead and play them here. Now, some of them are going to be interviews that I had during the year, and other ones are just my solo episodes of something that I'm teaching. Now, I just clipped a few minutes of each episode, but if you want to actually listen to the full episodes that I listed here, I will have them in the show notes with links directly to them. Here's episode 181, Conscious Parenting and its Amazing Benefits with Nina Cruz. Um, Can you describe what conscious parenting really means?
1: Mm. Well, you know, consciousness is awareness. So it's really bringing your awareness Mm -hmm. to your parenting journey, to yourself. So the model of conscious parenting really flips the whole mainstream model, which is very hierarchical and very much like I am the parent. I'm greater than all knowing. I Mm -hmm. know what's best. And you, you're the child, you're less lesser than. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so it's quite dominating and and fear-based and controlling in that old model. So conscious Mm -hmm. parenting is a new way of parenting, which it opens up the, the, the whole space that your child is your teacher and your greatest teacher that are teaching you in every moment more about you and showing you and shining the light on where you need to grow up, where you need to Adult a little more, or you need to let go, or expand, or or question, or challenge a lot of the the ideas and beliefs and and ways you are doing and being as a parent. So, um, you know, it's really turning the mirror on yourself. And you know, it's it's sort of twofold. That firstly, you have to look in the mirror and you have to go, "Wow, uh, I'm responsible for my experience as a parent." And secondly. <laughs> that means you can't blame your child or anyone or anything anymore, which, which can be hard because, mm-hmm. you know, we have a, a victim within us. We have that uh, part of us that wants to blame the egoic part of us, wants to blame someone else, wants to, you know, uh, deflect away from taking that responsibility. So it it's an opportunity to grow yourself up first and foremost as you guide your child. Uh, So the whole premise of you're raising your child, it's, it's more so you're raising your own inner child. So you can come to your child in an, in an energy of neutrality without your own conditioning and projections. Um, And that opens up a new space for them to be who they truly desire to be.
0: Now here's episode 173, how to create a to-do list you can conquer daily. Whatever you do today is going to help you with tomorrow. And it's all about the, the tiny little steps that you take along the way. So I always have to remind myself of what the ultimate goal is or what my, my vision is. Maybe it's three months from now. Maybe it's six months, a year from now. So I have to put myself in that mindset because otherwise you get caught up in the minutiae and then it just feels like you're, You feel unmotivated. So, you have to think about the big picture and your big goal. So, once I'm in the right mindset, I have to focus on the most important things. I do not create to do lists that have 10, 20 things on that list. I have to make it manageable for myself because otherwise, I'm going to feel overwhelmed. I'm going to see everything on the list. So, maybe I can start off with 10 things, but then I have to dwindle it down to a more manageable number. I like the number three. So I normally tell people, Hey, write three things for your day, but also even for the week. So for the week, it's a little bit bigger, right? A little bit bigger task. But for the daily task, I I like to think of three things that basically are going to take care of a lot of little things. It's going to be like a little domino effect. So once I determine that, then I write it down. So it could be, you know, written down somewhere physically or have it somewhere on your phone. And I'll go into like where you should house your to-do list, but having it written down somewhere is important, right? You don't want to forget about that. Another thing I try to do is create tasks that focus more on my strengths because I don't want to put something on my to-do list that... I don't know how to do. And then that task becomes something that requires more of my time and more of my energy. I mean, this is an exaggerated example, but I'm not going to put on my to-do list, fix a water heater. When I have no clue how to fix a water heater, I am going to call a plumber. I guess you'd call it plumber or someone else that is an expert in fixing water heaters. So think of some of those things that you may be putting on your to-do list that you know are not part of your strengths and just give it to somebody else. Here's episode 170, streamlining your business for growth and balance with Anne Hill. So um, what do you think is the biggest struggle? Like in your experience when, you know, somebody either comes to you and needs help, what do you think is the biggest struggle that they're going through?
2: A lot of times it's that people don't have, um, I would say they don't have the ability to really know what it is that they're ultimately needing support with because there's so many things going on in their head. They just need that like brain dump of give me in, which a lot of times that's where I'll start with clients is like, let's just lay it all out there, get it all out, whether it's through a conversation, whether it's writing it down. Um, whether it's, you know, me typing things out for them to really lay it all out there. And then from there, we can start to prioritize and figure out what needs to be done. Um, but with each person, it can be a little different, but that what their struggle is, is that there's just so much that it's an overwhelm. And when it's that overwhelm, then sometimes nothing either nothing is getting done or, nothing that should be the priority is getting done um, because there's just so much that they don't necessarily know where to prioritize and what to do um, and where to spend their time.
0: Yeah. So it's really about sitting down with someone and, um, you know, gaining some clarity. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, you said that like one thing that I like really caught was that there's like, there's so much going on. Part of it is like, you're, Life, right? There's so much going on in your life, and there's so many things to do. And then you kind of bring that same energy into your business. Um, and and I feel like that can, you know, create either um it can keep someone from moving forward or it could keep someone uh, from doing the right things or you know, doing the right things in their business and really kind of just working on things like random things and not really going anywhere. Do you do you find that to be true in your experience?
2: Yeah, definitely. There there needs to be some structure, kind of an underlying structure that is is really put in place both business-wise and personal. Um and mm-hmm. and there also need to be in my mind some distinct boundaries between the two, especially with solopreneurs, working moms that are are, are entrepreneurs a lot of times we work from home or we have the flexibility to, you know, kind of make our own schedule, which is great to some extent, but it also can tend to blur the line between business and your personal time and your home time. Um, And so, you know, when it's that, Oh, just a minute, let me send out these last five emails or let me respond to this message or let me respond to this text real fast. That's business related. It pulls you away from, from what you're doing, in your personal life. Um, same thing though, in your personal life, if you're trying to, um, you know, differentiate vacation for one, um, I've known people that have tried to take vacations mm-hmm. and not been able to really actually unplug and not actually get any time yeah. with their family, which is extremely unfortunate. Obviously we want, we need that time. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. need that space and we need to be able to, to unplug and we need to be able to step away from business, um, and, and take vacations, enjoy time with kids, take a day off, those sort of things. Um, and if the, that line is blurred, it makes it very hard to do those
0: sort of things. Now, here's episode 161. Are you happy? How to create lasting happiness. Now, happiness is a state of mind and it's subjective. Happiness is something that comes from within so the best way to be happy is to focus on yourself and your mental health and emotional well-being. So a lot of these things that you'll hear revolve around that. Now, I'm not saying that you're always going to be happy and just creating this unrealistic life for yourself because life is 50-50. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I, I do want to help you identify your happy so that you can appreciate those moments and create more of them. Now, one of the things that I hear the most of in many different ways is that people just want to be happy. Now, people will state it in different ways, but it all really boils down to that. And like I said, happiness is a state of mind and it's subjective. And so it's really about truly identifying what your happiness is. It's not a goal, it's not a destination, it's a process and a state of being. So let's jump into these elements of creating lasting happiness. And so one of them is self-reflection. So taking the time for self-reflection and setting goals, identifying what makes you happy. Is it watching your kids have fun and be happy? Is it spending time with your partner or another significant person in your life? So think about what that means to you. The other is self-care. So you want to make sure that you prioritize yourself and invest in your own well-being. This can be super hard for us moms and just people in general, you know, taking care of yourself and being really intuitive about your specific needs and when you need a break and when you need to really stop and find some time for yourself. But it's really the key to happiness because this helps us with our mental well-being. And that's what controls everything. It controls our thoughts. It controls our actions. And it's pretty much the control center. So really focusing on making sure that your control center or your command center is, you know, in optimal shape is the key. Now we're wrapping this up with episode 166, How a NICU Nurse Found a New Perspective on Life After Motherhood with Elena Beadle.
3: Okay, I can either stay curled up in a ball on the floor of the shower, or I can pull myself together and, you know, with time, right, through grief, because I had to recognize that I needed to grieve everything, but do something about it or make something better from it. And then literally a month later, my son was born and I was in the hospital. And I'm like, what I thought was my dream was no longer my dream. I love being a nurse. I'm still a nurse today. And it is everything to me, but it's not the end all be all for me anymore. I don't want to work 13 hour shifts, crazy hours, weekends and holidays away from my family. That's when I was like, "I time is so precious. It's so precious. You don't mm-hmm. get it back. And I didn't want to miss out on the holidays. I didn't want to miss out on the first. Like I wanted to be that person for my children. I wanted to do the drop off and pick up. Um, and so that's when things really, really changed for me. And I was like, okay, I have this MLM business that I've been just doing for fun. Like, What would happen if I actually dove into the business side of it? And so I took it serious and I invested in myself. And that led me to life coaching because then I found you know, Josh and everything with that. And now I'm running my own life coaching business, which is just mind blowing to me that, you know, seven years ago, all I cared about pre-kids, pre-marriage was balancing my beer intake on the weekends with my nutrition (laughs) during the week and taking care of myself so I could take care of my patients too. Now it's, how can I help other women balance their businesses, but still remain present with their families and not miss out on those moments that you don't get back?
0: Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple podcast on iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.